Are you ready? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I'm ready. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. That sounded nice. That sounded like those commercials for Coca-Cola. Wasn't it that one? Sponsored by Coca-Cola. <laughs> I wish. Welcome back to episode 29. 29. Killer Reactions. That's uh, episode 29 of Killer Reactions, not episode 29 Killer Reactions. Yeah. Um, you know, back with me, your host, Jasmine, and Nitpicky Jack, or not, not Nitpicky, what is it? Um, something, man, what is it? Couldn't tell you. You know exactly what I'm talking about. No idea what you're talking about. You know, semantic man. Nope. Yeah. Semantics man. Yep. Semantics man. (laughs) Alright, so this week I chose somebody random because I try to find, you know, I was asking you, you know, you know what what letter and whatever and what number, and I was t- asking you all these questions to try to figure out who to do. No, you don't remember any of that? No, what are you okay. talking about? I ask you randomly, like, pick a... A letter, and that's what that's for. Oh. Yeah. Never noticed. So, didn't find anything with what you were giving me. So, I just decided to do somebody that I've heard about before. And I don't know how to say the name, so I'm going to say, I'm going to let you say the name and give your reaction to his picture, okay? Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> and Israel Keys. Okay. Eli Manning. Eli Manning. C version of Eli Manning. He does look like he got. Yeah, I see that. The C list, D list. Eli Manning. Yeah, I see that. Israel Keys. Israel Keys. So, he was born January 7th, 1978, in Utah. He was the second out of ten children. So, big family. And if you guessed it, yes, they are Mormon. What? Who would have thought? In the Utah? 70s? Really? And in Utah? <laughs> what? That's the... Ugh. If you're in Utah, I mean, comment below how mad you are about this slander on your. I wonder if anybody, Mormon. you know what, is. This is the time. Is that the? That's a thing, right? People. People say that. People say what? That there's a lot of Mormons in Utah. Yeah, I would say that. Okay. I can't get to it right now, but I don't know. Maybe somebody from Utah has listened to this before. Comment on our Instagram, killer.reactions. Follow, share, I like, don't know, things. Enjoy, like, yeah. yeah, you know, do your thing. Anyways, her, his parents were Heidi and John 
Heidi and John Jeffrey Keyes. Um, they did not believe in the government and their interference oh. or public schools or modern medicine. So they were homeschooled their children. This? Huh? When was this? Seventy eight. Oh, okay. Well that's when he was born, so eighties. Okay. Um, they moved to Washington when he was a toddler. They lived isolated in the woods with no heat or electricity. Then they started going to a Christian identity church, um, you know, white supremacist, anti-Semitic. And then all of a sudden, they became fundamentalist Christians. What does that mean? I don't know, and I did not care to look it up, because religion is a fucking construct. It's so stupid. Isn't everything, though? Well, yeah. I mean, religion itself isn't stupid. I think the the labeling yourself so, like, much, I guess. Like, aren't we all children of God, apparently, to everybody? So, like, why is there so many no, different No, I haven't read the Bible. No. It's, it's so confusing. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, they became Christians instead of Mormons. Couldn't tell you the difference. Um, Rude. Even though we went to a church where we had to... A church, a fucking school where we had to take religion classes. That's funny. I know nothing about it. Like the Bible. You're going to hell. Yeah, probably. Just like this person. Let's talk more about them. Late 90s, they relocated to Oregon. Um, then they moved across the country to... An, ugh across the country to an Amish community in Maine. Um, when they when he was growing up, he broke into neighbors' homes to steal guns. He loved hunting, um, in quotes, anything with a heartbeat. And he loved to torture animals. He told his family he no longer shared their faith, so his father cut ties with him, but he still remained close to his mom and some of his siblings. Um, yeah, so nothing too crazy. Not the best, but nothing too, too crazy. I I mean, I guess killing animals for torture and loving it. I mean, that's pretty much some textbook stuff that anyone could be like, what's up with that? Yeah. Um, 1998 to 2000, he served in the army at Fort Lewis in Washington, Fort Hood in Texas, and in Egypt. Uh, he did receive a DUI while he was enlisted, but otherwise there was no trouble with the law, and he was honorably discharged from Fort Lewis in Washington State in 2001. And after this, he went to live on a reservation, uh, Maka reservation, where he met his wife, they had a kid, and they lived there for like six, seven years, I don't know, something like that. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably, like, I mean, I didn't get into a lot of it, because there was actually uh, uh, parts of his, I want to say interviews, interrogations, I don't know exactly what you would call them, but have been released, like the audio and video, and I was going to put some of it in here, but yeah, I didn't. (laughs) So look it up yourselves. Do your own research. Do your own research. 
this hashtag do your own research hashtag do your own research it's trending it's trending I don't even have a twitter but it's trending but it's trending oh I guess you could do hashtags on facebook anyways 2007 he moved to and started a one man construction business in Alaska with his daughter and his girlfriend yeah he had a girlfriend they left the mom so one man construction business mm-hmm. was that because there there was the two women who were there to help there was no other men no i think it was I just i think you him. just said, i think you just said the one man mm-hmm. with well moved there with his daughter and girlfriend oh, not the one man oh, construction business okay semantics man Thanks. Um, yeah, Guys, he so. looked to, he looked to the side as if a beacon of light showed in the the sky an S calling for him to come what? and figure out figure out what the semantics of it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um. I don't think so Superman had a beacon for his S. Not like Batman. Batman did, so. Sorry, are you in... Semantic speaking? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he lived in a neighborhood that had a lot of prominent citizens, like top attorneys and law enforcement officials, and he was known as a really good handyman by a state senator who lived by him, so a lot of people were just like, yo, he's such a good guy, you know? He does all this work. He works as a handyman, a contractor, a construction worker... He's so nice. So nice. The nicest. Love this guy. He's my favorite. Yeah. And then murder. What? So he never never really targeted his victims. He just, you know, somebody walking by, nobody else around, kill this bitch. That That was it. That was his criteria. No one's around. That's the worst kind. I've seen criminal minds. The worst kind are the ones that just go for it. Yeah, that don't have a uh, type. Mm, M-M-O. There's a word for it, but I cannot think of it. There. So, yeah, he liked people in parks, cemeteries, or campgrounds, and he often traveled to kill. So he flew to Chicago before driving to Vermont, and that's when he killed... Bill and Lorraine Courier in June 2011. They were chosen at random, and his criteria were no children, no dog, and a house with an attached garage. That's it. So, he broke in, subdued them, took them to an empty farmhouse, killed Bill. Wow. Sorry, that just it writes itself. Sorry, <laughs> I'm very sorry to the victims, but yeah. Wow, I can't wait for volume two. Raped Lorraine. That's volume oh, two. Okay, that's all. Before murdering I her. I waited. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Oh my God. Then um, put their bodies in garbage bags and poured Drano in them before you know tying it up. Where's that much Drano? I mean, I guess somebody that buys a lot of Drano. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not wrong. Okay. Uh, 
So I believe that. He actually, apparently he stopped in the middle of this murder to smoke a cigar in the backyard. A whole cigar? I don't know if it was a whole cigar. But let's just say it was a whole ass <laughs> cigar. Let's just like say. brand new. Like, not even just, like, one he's already That would take you like, hours, wouldn't it? He just pulls out one he's like, and he's like, what's like a tiny He just one? chills out there for, like, I don't know, like an hour. That's a good time. Two oh, hours. That sounds awful. Cigar, I would, seconds. like, hit, like, once or twice, and then you're good. You're fine. I have a little too. Yeah. That's not the right. Yep, nope, that's exactly <laughs> the sound. So, there, uh, he has a history of trips, and it covered a lot of the U.S., but he also had foreign trips like Canada, Mexico, and Belize, and he would always pay in cash during these trips, and he also took the battery out of his phone to be wrong with tracked. that? Oh, you do but that? There's something wrong with that? I do that every time. Casual? I can't take, I, I actually don't think I can take the battery out of my phone. I'm pretty sure you can. Could be wrong. Yeah, you probably can. Um, he also had. Then yes, I cash, do that all the time. Caches, caches. Caches like a weapon cache. Cache with stuff in it. Yeah. So would you say caches or caches? I would say caches. I would say like what is it? What's in there? What you just said. Caches. Caches. Okay. This Guys, if he's wrong. Correct. Please let me know. DM at killer.reactions on Instagram. Okay. He had caches of murder equipment um, that he had around the country and consisted of, like, guns and ammunition and chemicals to speed up decomposition, like Drano. And when he wanted to kill, he would just dig up one of them and he'd have his shit ready. Well done. Planning. So, in March 2012, uh, he was in the jail. In the jail. Which one? I don't oh, know. Oh, wait, the jail? The jail. Oh, shit. In the jail. Shit. We need to stop talking about this. Yeah. That guy in the jail? We don't talk about the jail on this. For kidnapping and murdering Samantha Kay, who was 18 years old. She was abducted and... Take well abducted from her drive-through coffee stand that she worked at. I don't know if it was hers, but she worked there. Um, and that was in February, so one month later, she had been sexually assaulted and strangled, and this was in a shed in Anchorage without or within hours of her abduction. She was later in the weeks dismembered and then dropped into the lake in Anchorage, just piece by piece. But our boy, Israel Keys, had to have fun before he killed her, right? No. Or, you know, at least got caught for it. So he took her cell phone, ATM card, and her PIN number. He decided to go on a cruise what? Then he staged a ransom for her. On the cruise? No, when he got back. <laughs> he okay. can't ruin his vacation. Alright, alright, alright. <laughs> God, I hope people think, no, like, no, we're we're joking. Like, being sarcastic. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so, her family, hoping she was still alive, deposited money into her account. 
So he withdrew money in Alaska, then New Mexico, then Arizona, and then finally Texas. Uh, he distinct... I can't even read. He disguised himself, but his rental car was recorded in Arizona, so the Arizona police called Texas law enforcement and said, like, heads up, you know, he's coming that way. And so they stopped him, searched his car, found Samantha's license, among other incriminating items. I hate when that happens, when I put all my incriminating items in, in one the place. same, in the same yeah. place, and then uh, someone not finds in my that caches. one place. Yeah, not my cash. Yeah. My weapons cash, my secret cash. Exactly. My cache. Uh, shortly before his capture, though, he spent time with his mother and siblings in Texas. And during the visit, his sister tried to get him to rethink his atheism. And a pasture was there, and he recalled a him pasture? saying... pasture? How do you say it? A pastor? Pastor? How do you... I think a pasture. A pastor? No, I'm not sure. See? I don't know. I think it's a pastor. Pastor? What am yeah. I saying? Pasture? Like, pasture, like, like what cows are yeah. chilling on. Pasture. Let pasture. us know. I have no idea. Okay, whatever. He was there, and uh, <laughs> Israel recalled him saying, you don't know the depths, or Israel recalled him saying to the religious guy, you don't know the depths of darkness that I've gone to. You don't know what I've done. It's very cryptic. Yeah. So as they begin to question him, he said that, uh, no, sorry. Just kidding, that's not right. Nothing happened? I need to sneeze. <coughs> Guys, it's not the Rona. Don't worry. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, he got caught, obviously. I said he was in jail. So, he, he made a deal. He would speak freely about his past crimes... But the details would be kept out of the public, and then there were some other demands. But the important thing is the details kept out of the public because of his daughter. He's like, I don't want her to have to deal with my shit, you know? She's her own person. How nice. Very nice. Yeah, like the one nice thing he's done in his life, probably. Well done. Uh, So he told authorities he almost killed a couple... And, okay, sorry. I didn't read before I copied and pasted this onto my notes. Uh, so he told authorities he almost killed a young couple and an Anchorage police officer at a beach overlook about a month before killing the Bill and Lorraine courier. Uh, he had hidden a park with a gun and silencer ready to ambush. He wanted to test the silencer before because he would bring it to go kill the couriers. Um, so he stopped when a second officer arrived and he got scared. He said, quote, it would, it could have got ugly, but fortunately the cop guy, his backup showed up and then chuckling, I almost got myself into a lot of trouble on that one. That's, that's so trippy. It really is. To like laugh about it. That's awful. And then some person who's just like, I don't even know. I didn't even know. Imagine, yeah, imagine and you're the like, cop wait, that's what? like, I was wait, at that part. It was me. <laughs> Unfortunate. True. Well, fortunate. Yeah. Wow. For the second one. Yeah. 
So the question of like why he did it, um, Jeff Bell, an Anchorage police officer, said there were just times, a couple of times, where he would try to get a why. He would have this term. He would say a lot of people ask why, and I would be like, why not? Why not? Why not? I get it. Take it crazy, Jim. Why not? Why not? No? Okay. Well, seriously, why not? Yeah, um, so they don't really have a why. What about a not? Or not. So he confessed to killing eight people across the U.S., but he alluded to more. Um, four people in Washington, a couple sometime between 2001 and 2005, and then two separate victims between 2005 and 2006. And then in 2009, he murdered someone on the East Coast and dumped the body in New York. And the FBI is pretty sure this person is Deborah Feldman. She was from New Jersey, and she went missing in 2000, April 2009. That's so trippy how you're just like, it could be this person that's been missing, and we have no idea, you know? Oh, my God. That that always got me. Like, there's so many, like, open missing persons cases or whatever, and you just hear about a killer getting caught, and they say something, and they're like, oh, my God, that could be what happened to that person like it's the it's worst crazy. yeah the absolute worst yeah because people are the worst <sighs> the worst and that's my reaction <laughs> so according to him his first planned attack was in oregon in 1997 or 1998 he decided as a teenager that he could rape and or kill and get away with it um, he was also interested in Satanism at the time and planned to planned to do a ritual with a young woman. So he had he had abducted a teenage girl about thirteen or fourteen years old. Uh, and this girl was just like tubing, you know what, like down a river. Tubing, yeah. Yeah. So he li- apparently lived a. Pl- Oh my god, why can't I talk? I need water. (sighs) Delicious. So, he lived at a place that people went tubing by. Like, it was really close by, I guess. So, he just waited out and waited for an opportunity. And I guess there was a big group and she was the last girl in that big group and he just like grabbed her and took her to a remote campground campground bathroom tied her up with ropes raped her he intended to murder her by strangling her dumping her into the toilet pit because he thought it would take longer if she was in there Um, but he also brought knives for a satanic ritual if that happened to happen I guess um, case, you know the casual the backup yeah what you always have on you you strapped I guess yeah uh, you, never know. you never know so somehow she convinced him to let her go and he later said I was too timid I wasn't violent enough I made up my mind I was never going to let that happen again 
but somehow like that really brought nothing on him you know yeah it's weird yeah that's what's so crazy to me like she like all that happened to her I guess you know people speaking up it's hard so I couldn't say it's very difficult yeah so while he was in jail he used his own blood to draw 12 skulls and people believe that the 11 skulls are representative of his victims and he is the 12th I don't know I just thought that was weird so I add I put that into um FBI agent Jolene G said based on some of the things he told us and some of the conversations we had with him, we believe the number is less than 12. We don't know for sure. He's the only one who could have ultimately answered that. And only three of his victims have been definitively identified. That's crazy. It's very crazy. So he Weirdly intended... happens a lot. That they can't be identified? Yeah. Yeah. Because you could do so many things to just completely get rid of a person. If you have the right tools. That's crazy. Whew. Okay. He intended to leave Alaska to travel through uh, storm-ravaged regions, finding new victims while working as a contractor. Um, and he also dreamt of building a home to imprison his victims. That's nice. It's very nice. I mean, custom home. You get nice and homey. <laughs> Uh, so there was speculation. Julia Harris that disappeared in 1996. They believe that she was one of his victims. Her prosthetic feet were found a month after she vanished, and her remains were found in, a year later. He was in the area at the time that she went missing, but he denies any involvement. Which, I mean, if you're already going you've already confessed you're already you know on death row and all that shit like why would you lie right i couldn't tell you but you know what i mean why yeah i don't think he would lie i would he i think he would say if he did it or not i mean you'd think yeah you would think people are crazy i've seen tv shows (laughs) So then Mary Cooper and her daughter, Susan Stoden, were shot while hiking in Washington in 2006. Um, They didn't say anything more than that, but they believe he's linked to that as well. Um, And now I just have kind of some quotes, and I have a little bit more, but some quotes that he said in interviews. So to to the assistant DA, he said he was anxious for his military service to end so that he could start murdering people. Um, <laughs> All right. He said he was two different people. Said, quote, there's no one who knows me or who has ever known me who knows anything about me, really. Yeah. Everyone, oh, everyone always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is entertainment for me. And then... Referring to getting caught for the murder of Samantha Kay, he said, Back when I was smart, I would let them come to me. So, referring to he purposely went out. No, like, purposely tried to get this person, not, like, just chilling and they happened to come across his path. Premeditated. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's all premeditated for him, but, like... That's true. He really selected this person. 
Um, he said, I've known since I was 14 that there were things that, that I thought were normal and that were okay that nobody else seemed to think were normal and okay. That's a good sign. Um, he said, I want my kid to have a chance to grow up. You know, she's in a safe place now. She's not going to see any of this. I want her to have a chance to grow up and not have all this hanging over her head. So sweet, like literally the one sweet thing. Yeah, for real though. Um, the weird. thing, the things I've done, nice. huh? I said weird, but so nice. Yeah. Well done. Not yeah. surprised. The things I've done, I don't feel bad about them. I did them for myself. It's better for me to keep them to myself. They're mine. Wow. After becoming a father, he wanted to avoid situations in which he could have hurt a child, so he purposely looked for people that did not have children, so he did not have to have a chance where he had to murder a child. What? Okay. <laughs> weird. Weird yeah, rule book. Yeah. Weird, weird rule book. <laughs> Caveats. I got Strange. some questions. Trust me, they're going to make some differences in our lives. <laughs> so he had a retirement plan where he was going to build a dungeon in his home. <laughs> I had that same dream. <laughs> he hid a cache of potential body disposal devices along a river. Not that one. And the police found them with his directions. But he said, <laughs> and I quote, I only left that stuff there because I was planning on using it eventually. I don't like to litter. What? So he's like, yeah, I'm going to murder someone, but I wasn't littering, so don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Guys, the environment is fine. I did not... This was not on purpose. Well, I guess the environment's all fine, but... I would never. No, I totally understand. So, on December 2nd, 2012, when he was 34 years old, he was found dead by guards in his cell. He cut his wrists and choked himself with a bed sheet. Apparently, there were warnings to not give him a razor blade. Shocker. How do you get that, then? But somehow he got one. Oh. Shocker. That's crazy. Um... What? I don't know. It just happens. What's up with that? Well, I read that he was, like, complaining. Not complaining. Saying he wanted to speed things up. He didn't want to be just in a jail cell rotting away. Just kill him already. I guess they were kind of trying to get as much information as they could from him. So they obviously kept him alive to get that information. Yeah. And then he was like, nah, bitch, I told you I wanted to die, and did it. Wow. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it, but it is what it is. His funeral was December 8th, 2012, and his only attendees were his mother, four sisters, and three brothers-in-law. That sounds like a lot, of, a, a lot of people still. Eight people. Not bad. 
Um, and then I just have some random things. There's a book about him, A Dark Night in Alaska, The Hunt for the Perfect Serial Killer. And there were things said that he might have been fitted with a gastric band so he wouldn't get hungry as often. And that he visited a plastic surgery clinic in Mexico, possibly changing his fingerprints and possibly removing body hair so he leaves less uh, DNA at the crime scene. What? This is, I don't know if it's true. I didn't, like, look more into it, but yeah. That's, that's the most insane thing I've heard so <laughs> far. What? He was really committed. That's, like, super committed. Yeah. Well done. Nope, nope. No, yeah. he does nope. no. You're right. Take back that clap. Thank you. He undid the clap, guys. Don't worry. That sounds bad. If you have gonorrhea, I'm yeah. sorry, you still, you still have to deal with that. I, as soon as I said it, I was like, that's, that wasn't right. Alright, that's the end of And the, that's the end. That's episode 29. Episode 29. Wow, we're, I was, I was gonna say we're in double digits, I'm like, I'm dumb, we're already there. Yeah, we're in double digits, that's the problem. <laughs> We are in double digits. We're about to be in double digits once more. Next episode. Next episode. Episode 30. Come back, guys. Wednesdays, 8 a.m. Thank you for listening. Appreciate y'all. And share and like and do things. And most of all, enjoy your life. Because fuck yeah all right thanks bye i don't know how to end this i think it's over okay. just just it's, just, it's over okay. this is the end okay